Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is your friend Michael. I'm here with my friend Will, and we're going to try something a little different tonight, uh, kind of a special type of episode. Working title uh, I thought was maybe Movie Wars was thrown out. Will, what are you thinking? So if we're going to move forward with a series of these, which I hope we do, because I think this is a pretty good idea. Unless they suck. like Unless they're so bad. Yeah. And, and someone emails in and says, please never do that again. Yeah. Uh, I think what we should call this is the good, the bad, and the ugly series. So Ooh. it would be Twilight, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Oh, I like that. Well, but there's only two of us. That could be like a, we talked about it in the third yeah, person thing. Yeah, but maybe we, we also talk about the things in the middle. Okay, okay. So here, maybe we hash out then what we think this is going to be like. So uh, the idea being that we t- pick a movie, a film, and we flip a coin, and based on that coin flip, one of us has to bring a list of five good things about it, and the other has to bring a list of five bad things about it. And, you know, we can all talk about things we like and dislike, but mostly the person with the good list is kind of tasked with making a case for what this movie being good, while the bad guy is tasked with making a case for why this movie is bad is that what you're kind of thinking and Absolutely. really we're- i think i think that's good and i think where the the war will come in is that and i guess to reveal it the first movie we will be talking about tonight is twilight well i'm sure it's in the title of the well, yeah episode. i'm sure it's in the title so yeah we'll figure that out so <laughs> uh, as a- after you've read the title or if you go into these blind good for you but <laughs> I think the war will be that you love Twilight or, or really like. Okay, it. I'm a realistic human. I, I, you know, but I do like those films a lot, and you dislike them. And I disliked the first one I saw four years ago yeah. in a hotel room. So um, that's where the stakes are really fun because yes, if, if we each get to argue the case that we genuinely believe, that's fun. But if Will has to argue good, and I have to tear apart. This series I've been defending or at least saying, hey, there's more to this than you might think for years, then that's that's also wild and crazy. Yep. So I think that's where the fun will come in. Uh, but yeah, I like that format. And I think yeah. we go one after another. We, we go back yeah, and alternate forth. for sure. Yeah, I think this will be fun. So that's what we're doing. And uh, we're going to flip the coin right now. You'll get to see what final title lands on because I like Will's title, but it also goes away from wars and like we're a pretty war based podcast. Yeah, Um, but at the same time, is war in every title? Well, no, but the podcast is List Wars. Yeah, it's List Wars and there's different titles. So it'd be Twilight, colon, the good, the bad and the ugly. Okay, but I'm saying like. Movie Wars being a spinoff of List Wars, like that's a. Oh, so we're trying to thought. launch another podcast right now. No, I'm just trying to keep just, it in the it, one family. It matches. Okay, we'll think about it. You'll get to. You're hear trying to monopolize here, and I'm trying to keep yeah. this a family business. Okay, we'll we'll ask AJ or something. He'll probably no. want to call it Dinosaur Butts, um, <laughs> or something like that. He's really into those. He's been texting me about them. Um, but anyway, uh, we'll sort out this inside baseball. Off air, we'll pray about it. Uh, I'm going to flip the coin. Will can see my screen. I'm on Google's online coin flipper. So heads, I get to bring the good things. Tails, you get to bring... Tails, I get to bring the bad things. Sound good? Yeah, that makes sense. All right, head, I, you were about to say the yep, opposite. I was about to say a paradox, but yep. instead I've said a tautology, which is a cool word for something that is always true, if you didn't know out there, listener. Um, did you know that word? No, that's a ten dollar word. That's yeah, very... it's it's like a programming thing. It comes. I'm gonna I'm gonna Google it before I use it again, 
Yeah. Um, you don't want to secede, concede situation. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I would love to do vocab words. Like words you generally remember from your vocab book that you lose, use yeah. a lot. Uh, fun, fun fact about Will. I don't know if you were in this, but when we were in eighth grade, I got out in the spelling bee in our classroom by spelling the word cereal wrong. Oh. And, <laughs> and people, no, 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 no. People would say, Oh, is it because you spelled the one with the S and not the C? That's what I was going to say. Nope. Nope. Just spelled it wrong. <laughs> Just missed it. That happens. Yep. First round. It. Oh, and first it, round. Those are the gimmies. Those are and the, so the, like, the funny thing confidence is, builders. the way I spun it is that we, it, I acted like I spelled it wrong on purpose and I was like a bad boy. Oh, like you like, cool. oh, I didn't even want to be in this spelling. Yeah, but now I just straight up nerds. spelled it wrong. <laughs> nice. That's cool. Also, I like how I told Will, I was like, yeah, we'll just get a quick intro and then flip the coin. It'll be 20 seconds to play before the theme song and then the episode will start. But uh, so, yeah, we've got a five minute buffer going yep. here. Uh, I'm going to flip the coin. Here we go. Wait, wait, wait. Say what it was again. Heads, I'm the good list. Tails, okay. I'm the bad list. Got it. Three, two, one, bingo. Heads, all right. I'm all bringing right. good. You're bringing bad. That's, that's the way it was supposed to be. Yeah, that's the way God intended it. Uh, all right. I hope you enjoy this episode. Let us know if it sucks farts or not. Bye. Bye. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. It is time to get the episode started. I'm here with my good friend, Will McKenzie. Hi, everyone listening. Hi, Michael. You sound sadder than we were earlier. Oh, I'm I'm happy. I'm happy boy. Happy boy. Happy times. That's good. Uh, I didn't know if that was like you getting into Twilight mode and um, oh. spoiling your impression of this fine piece of cinema, but I'm sure we'll get to that eventually actually yeah we'll probably just dive into that there are a, a couple emails from friends of the show levi's of course and and ty Always. and holden but uh they're all about sexy pokemon stuff maybe we'll save that for the end because <laughs> i know you really had to opt into that episode i thank you for those that were brave enough to a lot of good positive feedback some opinions some ditto stands out there like our good old friend adam bowman um and yeah, maybe I'll save that for anyone who wants to opt, opt into that email <laughs> section at the end. But overall, people are big fans of the soundboard we got, <laughs> specifically that song. Uh, I guess I'll just call it right now. Thanks to Holden Hints for taking us up. I, if you didn't listen to the episode, we wanted a sexy boing. Alec called for it in the previous episode and I couldn't find a good sexy boing. So I got this which is kind of hilarious mm -hmm. but then uh friend of the show holden hints sent in uh his best rendition feel free to try to one-up him but i don't it'll be hard to do wait which is the sexy one that's that's uh friend of the show holden we'll we'll find i'm sure plenty of opportunities for that to be worked in now also i just heard for the first time with headphones it seems to be only coming through the left channel i don't know if you got that but I, I don't know we play one more. We play one more time. Yeah. No, I got both. Oh, okay. For me, it was left channel, Honest. which is kind of. I'm saying that's sexier. It's like he's Hon right here. Oh yeah. Well, don't don't play. Ear. Don't play it again. I won't. I won't. This this episode uh, is going to be explicit only for that noise. Cool. All right. Uh, but we 
they just heard our little intro that was supposed to be 20 seconds, but was more like five minutes of us, I think, explaining what was happening. But we we each watched a movie, which I swear was just free streaming on Amazon Prime. So I thought this was going to be super accessible. Totally not anymore. So sorry. But still, listener, uh, you owe it to yourself to go watch this, right? They, they owe it to I, themselves to I, rent I paid, it. I, well, I paid $2 to rent it. Um, yeah. So, yeah. You owe it to me. They, maybe oh, yeah, they owe it to, me. to Michael. No, I, I'm taking fine. the entitled approach. Yeah, okay, and, cool. And, and what I don't want to do is say that I, there are some bad things in this movie. Uh, however, overarchingly, I didn't hate it as much as I remembered. I've seen oh, far worse movies. That's like exactly what I was hoping might happen. Because as I was watching this, I was like, if Will is not like hard wall ready to you know stand in there with a basketball and the rim is this movie ready to dunk on it i think there's some pizzas in here that he'll like and even if it's not his favorite like i don't think it's boring or like offensive to to consume well let so me that let me makes me happy already let me paint a picture of how i watched this movie so last night um at around five o'clock i guess yesterday afternoon i realized oh shoot i haven't watched twilight yet (laughs) um however we had plans and uh, what started out as an ironic thing turned into a very real uh, event which is us me and my lovely wife and a few friends went to olive garden oh damn dude and uh, straight out of a taylor swift album yeah so i got two obviously i got two cocktails uh, because they were five dollars and they were the same price as a beer wow uh, my my friend John, shout out to John. He'll never listen to this. He is one of my favorite people. What he does when we get to Olive Garden is he everyone orders their drinks. Uh, some people are pregnant, like his wife, so she nice. does not order it. He orders a bottle of red wine. Very classy move. However, it's for, for his him. Wife? No, 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 for himself. Um, no Wait, one else really? is going to. No one else is going to drink this because <laughs> the the bottle was fifteen dollars. And he does the math. He's like, if I got three beers, that's $15. But this is like five beers. This is like you getting the nail polish at your pedicure because it's but, absolutely. no extra charge. Absolutely. But let me take it one step further of who John is as a man. She asks how many glasses. Uh, the whole table laughs because he's about to say one. Uh, but what he ends up doing is he asks her to bring a, zero. A, no, he, he asks her to bring not a wine glass, but like a water glass. And to fill it with ice. <laughs> what? And he drank red wine on ice and he called it that's, sangria. That's filthy. And so that's the mind. So I, I leave Olive Garden. I had a big old plate of carbonara and I was sleepy Ooh. and I, I had a little bit of a buzz going and I watched this movie until like 1 a.m. Oh, uh, I was so hoping I was that John was going to watch it with you, but that's good. No, I appreciate I, your dedication. Yeah, I was in a mood. I was in a sleepy, like I wasn't. I usually have to have energy to be angry about something. I didn't have that energy. So I went in with Ooh. a more open mind, I think. The fortune has uh, favored me, perhaps, in this. Also, I don't think I've been to Olive Garden since I've been able to drink. No, but I have I have been guys. three times in my life. It was very expensive. The food is not cheap. But, yeah, you, get, but mean, you get a lot. I feel like we used to, the cross country team would go for the unlimited soup salad and breadsticks and stay there for four hours and then we'd get our money's worth. But that's cool. Also, speaking of pregnant people, uh, Holden Hintz's 
wife is pregnant. And he's the guy who gave us that. Cool. Okay. There's a lot of jokes that could have been made there. I won't do it. No, it's okay. Um, I mean, in his email about Pokemon, I think he says he picks Chansey because he has a pregnant fetish or something. But anyway, uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll uh, let you the land, I guess, one more time. We, we each have a list of five things. I have We flipped a coin. I have five things that I think are good about this movie. Will has five things he thinks are bad. Oh, I guess we can further unpack this can of worms, the the title. Now we have had a couple days to think about it. You threw out the good, the bad, and the ugly. And it just feels like a lot for me. And it also feels like we're kind of tilting. There's two negative adjectives there. And that's kind of leaning into your side. You're, so being, like, way, did, like, you're being way too literal about it. It's clever because we're talking about a movie and the good, the bad and ugly is a movie is reference. A movie. Like don't think and it has the, the good and bad in it. I, what I about don't, the good, the bad and the beautiful? The good, the bold and the beautiful because the bold and the beautiful is a soap opera. The good, the young and the restless. Okay. <laughs> Come on. Fine. The Fine. Good, the young and the re- Bastardize what I did. The hard work I no. put into that good joke. You, uh, well, is it a joke? I mean, I get, I hey, get it. I guess it's not a. I guess not a joke. I can just put whatever in the title because yeah, that's you won't that's actually fun. see the title, right? Yeah, until I, I look it up. Yeah. Okay. okay. Sometimes I'll give this a listen to oh, to realize how okay. annoying my voice sounds. No, that's <laughs> it's fine. You're fine. Okay, we'll figure that out later. So. uh we each have five things. We're going to go through our list. We're going to talk about this movie, Twilight. Truly, you owe it to yourself. Get some Olive Garden and put on this movie as you fall asleep. Uh, I think I think there's a lot of fun in it. But, Will, did you order yours like a, like a least to best good thing? Is your list ordered? Yeah, it's ordered. Okay. Do you, I was just at, yeah, we haven't done this before. Do you want to yeah. go like the same way where number five mm-hmm. is our least bad or least good thing? Yeah. And then uh, we, we crescendo at the end. Okay. Absolutely. We could flip it. I guess then day crescendo is like kind of lame. I didn't yeah, think day about crescendo, that. And yeah. Then why, everyone would just tune out. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> it's I'm like nothing's going to get worse or better than that. <laughs> I'm such an idiot. All right. Uh, who should go first? Uh, I can if you'd like. Oh, okay. That sounds great. Okay. Um, so my list composes or is composed of uh, it's some things are cinematic. Some things are specific scenes. Sure. Uh, some things are just attitudes um, and some are just odd choices. So my number five in the worst things about Twilight, <laughs> the movie starring Kristen Stewart and, uh, uh, why can't I remember his name? Robert, Robert Pattinson. Robert Pattinson. Robert Pattinson. Two actors is, who I really enjoy. I do you know what? Let's just say that Kristen Stewart was my first like crush on an actress oh, really? when she was in the movie Catch That Kid. Oh, she was throwback. like 14 years old. I was like 12 years old. Yeah, really liked her. Um, so I and uh, she. Uh, she puts out some good movies. She does yeah. play a very similar character as Bella in Twilight, meaning that she's very moody, very quiet, very awkward 
in a lot of her yes. movies. Um, okay, but all that to say, I like these actors actually kind of a lot. I also really like the dad in it. Okay, we, we'll get into it. Um, so yeah, my number, do. my number five is why the voiceover. So there are really? five different parts throughout the movie where Bella is doing a voiceover. The mm-hmm. movie starts out this way and not until about 40 minutes into the movie does it happen again. So the first one she's describing moving from Arizona and blah, blah, blah. I'm going to miss the heat. Yeah. Whatever. The Dude, second your life. The second time she does a voiceover, 40 minutes in, the quote is, that was the first time I dreamt of Edward. <laughs> it was so, I, I forgot about the beginning. I forgot that a voiceover was a thing. So then when it happened again, it's like, why? Like, why, oh, why are you doing this? And so- Is that a hypothetical or do you want me to provide what I think might be the answer? Give me one more second, then you can provide the answer. Okay. The reason I didn't like it, because it, it is pandering. They Did they not think that we understood the scene? <laughs> that didn't, it, nothing else is said. It's, yeah. it's literally, that was the first night I dreamt of Edward. Oh, it cuts off. Okay, I didn't and remember that done. specific one. And it's like, wh- why? Like, why? Like, we got it. We saw the scene. We just saw it happen. <laughs> like, why did you have to describe what just happened? Is it an actual dream or is it when he's no, standing he's like, there watching her? Yeah, he's like a creepazoid and he's like watching her sleep and stuff. Um, okay. But, I guess then maybe it gives us some context of, oh, she just thought that was a dream, not real. So we're supposed to think it's a dream. But we, you saw that because you went back to sleep. If another, if a man was in your house <laughs> and then you thought he was there, you would freak the fuck out, even if you knew him. Yeah, even if he was Robert Pattinson. Like if I saw you in the corner of my bedroom and and then like you went away i would look for you because i would <laughs> not understand why you were there um the other thing and this is maybe just in movies in general this isn't a twilight dig the room was so bright like when she was sleeping like, yeah how could she clear that's a, that's just a movie thing like when they're sleeping yeah. it is the brightest room that i've ever been in yeah, and i don't understand it's and it makes sense because like it's that. they're trying to film a movie either way what's your response why do you think they did the voiceover well, the whole book is told through first person. And so mm-hmm. I think we start with that. That's always a challenge, like Hunger Games and, and a lot of these movies. That's just a general struggle of film adaptations is you don't get the internal dialogue that is what the entire source material is based on. So I think uh, there's a tendency to include that. But if all she says is, that was the first time I dreamed of Edward, then yeah, that's silly. Well, yeah, and I would have been more fine with it if if it was throughout the movie, but yeah. it was sporadic and random, and it was clearly <laughs> because they filmed a scene and someone watched it and like, what's going on here? Like, oh, we'll just have her describe it. We need more context. Yeah, like okay. it's just it felt like a poorly like it was a decision that they made in post. Like, hey, yeah. this movie isn't good, and yeah. so we need to like, <laughs> Kristen, we just talk and say random things. Okay, that's fair. At the end of the day, it's going to be an uphill battle adapting anything that's a book into a two-hour movie. And hour and 34 minutes. Hour and 34. Gosh, come on, spread that out. Whatever mm-hmm. company that did this, uh, let it breathe. Lionsgate. So, Lionsgate, come on. Uh, so I, I guess I understand that. Um, 
they probably could have used a lot more voiceover to show all the stuff going on in her head and probably mm -hmm. would have alleviated maybe some of your other concerns, like Correct. making the relationship seem less creepy. And, and I think the book is probably over a whole school year, at least more than this. This just feels like a few months. Yeah. Uh, but that's that's Hollywood for you, baby, baby. <laughs> you're going to be a star. <laughs> OK. Also, thanks for looking in for me. Like if I'm in a weird upside mm -hmm. down Stranger Things yeah. situation and I can only appear in your room for a second. Um, thanks for looking for me afterward. Yeah, it was. it's more of a protection for myself than for you. But yeah, that's fine. Oh, OK. All right. <laughs> Ready for a good thing about this movie? Yeah, hit me with it. I'll hit you with it. So something that I think is good about Twilight is the soundtrack. Mm. Slash score. I think all of these movies have, I'll say, like good to really good soundtracks, including a, a couple appearances by your wife's band, St. Vincent. Mm. Uh, but... In this movie, we've got Muse, we've got Mute Math, we've got Iron and Wine, that last song at the prom. Also, the prom is lit, right? At the end. The prom is so weird. I'm not. I'm what? actually not going to get into it because it's not one of my points, but the prom looked so awkward. And maybe it was just what? like every prom I'm looks. saying that view. Yeah, but that oh, the view, view in the outdoor gazebo, like, that, yeah. I feel like oh, no, that's, that's a classy prom. Yeah, Pacific but then they, like, they mucked it up by adding a bunch of weird like roulette tables. And yeah. Like also, a bunch of <laughs> Eric, uh, the Asian guy with his date, um, mm -hmm. the girl with glasses, she like, I didn't know if he was the DJ or not. He like had headphones on, yep. and was behind a keyboard, but she was just standing there, like, I couldn't tell. Like, bouncing like and they like waved, and then Anna yeah. Kendrick points at her boobs and they give, give her like a uh, thumbs up. That's classic Anna Kendrick move, who yep. I think is fun in this. Actually, so I don't have this out here, but I think all the high schoolers are, uh, I think they're fun, like, they're awkward enough and mm -hmm. like they're charming but the more you're around them they start to uh, you start to get a little tired of them a little annoying and that sounds like a high schooler to me uh but the the soundtrack and score is good yeah mm -hmm. um there's uh even a, a we get radiohead at the end um lincoln park in there paramore some some fun stuff and i feel like it goes well with the tone like it, I thought it grooved with the Bella monologue that you called out mm -hmm. and the actual like score part is like pretty good soundtrack music. It's, it's like haunting. And then the lullaby is really sentimental. There is a weird scene when they're up in the tree and then it like cuts to all of a sudden being like a really dramatically shot music video with yep. light pouring in on the piano. And I'm just like, what the hell is going on? Uh, but I think that music there is really good. I agree. And, I think in combination with the set, like it's a good dank, wet set. It's got that cool 2000s blue tint indie vibe mm -hmm. and with some angsty music going on. I feel like the tone of this movie is cooler and it becomes a little uh, more brightened up and mainstreamy in the following movies. Yeah. No, I, I will agree with that. There was a point where I said, I like this song. Yeah. Yeah, that's, I really that's all I have to like, say about that. But <laughs> <laughs> I think the they've got some great slow songs, the lullaby and the dance song at prom. And then later, like the song Twilight is known for a thousand years. That's just a banger. That's a winner at weddings. Uh, yeah. OK, that's yeah, I, thing, I, I can smell what you're stepping in. Thanks, man. I agree with that point. 
All right. Yes. My number four is more general, and I have a lot of examples. Okay. Uh, and my number four is plot holes. Oh, they only get worse as the series goes, but okay, what's your plot hole? It is. Okay, so I'll list them. First one, this one actually probably made me the angriest. Oh, no. <laughs> it's the dumbest thing in the world. But, okay, so Jacob and his dad come and drop off the truck. That is a gift to Bella. Yeah. She gets in with Jacob. She He says you have to double uh, pump the clutch. And she goes, is it is this that, one? Is it this one? <laughs> and then she drives to school. <laughs> so we have set the scene. Step into this with me. We have set the scene that she doesn't know which one is the clutch or isn't sure. But then she's able to drive a stick of an it's like a 1965 truck into school. <laughs> Fast learner. Like if someone got into your car and said, is that the accelerator? Would you be like, yeah, go for it? Or would <laughs> no, you say, no, hey, no. I don't trust that you can drive this. Yeah. Okay. So that's plot hole one. Uh, <laughs> uh, plot hole two is Why would also. Why that? Why would it's like they the, put that in the dialogue? It's I know. So it didn't make sense. And then the the almost the next scene, they're in gym class. Yeah. And for some reason, the girls are playing volleyball and the guys are playing basketball. We went to high school. You didn't separate sports for gender. That was just an odd choice to be like <laughs> to clearly separate the girls to set up the scene. Like, That's why was like that happening? a weird thing? That doesn't strike me as a plot hole. Sure, it's not what we experienced, but it could certainly happen. They could say, who wants to play basketball? Who wants to play volleyball? And guys go one way girls go the other yeah i'm less in on that one okay that's All fine right, keep them coming um another plot hole is they don't explain anything and the whole time throughout the movie i'm thinking to myself there's got to be more exposition to this there has to be a reason why edward is obsessed with bella why edward can't read bella's mind and they never explain it it was like freaking watching uh, game of thrones where they don't tie up any loose ends they reference all these things and you say to yourself why and maybe they explain it later and that's another plot hole to me i hate it and this is maybe a piggyback i'm not going to say this later but another pet peeve that is married to the plot holes is that they were clearly setting up more movies and i hate okay. it when they do that where they oh. leave out huge chunks oh, leave and out. Okay. they're clearly leading towards something and it's okay if they do it towards the end like oh we're setting up the next movie it was like in the beginning in the first like 30 minutes they're like will this ever pay off not in this movie we could have made it an extra 10 minutes longer and you would have understood this but no we just have to understand their weird animal attraction to each other without any exposition around it People can just be attracted for no reason, but uh, I think would you would you say they are attracted to each other, or obsessed with each other? They're obsessed with each other. There which you go. I agree. That can be that is a pet peeve of mine with this too. I guess you know there's a lot of problematic things with this relationship. I tend to write it off where like if it's a movie and sh it's her dream, then it's not wrong. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Um, but uh, I th like. That was almost on my list, the the world building and setup and game game is on approach to mm -hmm. this movie setting up for the next movies. I thought was done really well. Like nothing that's unresolved is too egregious to the 
like that it detracts from the central conflict and relationships you know explored in this movie i think we do like it subtly tells us like oh jacob and his dad they know something about this and uh you know we allude to some things that are going to come in the next movie and we get just you know a little bit of the the spoilers werewolf tribe that comes into the next episode um well that was another annoying thing is i really I heard all this for years and years. I'm hearing this team Jacob, team Edward shenanigans. <laughs> and then Jacob, you see his ridiculous haircut, his ridiculous wig that he's wearing. And <laughs> yeah. I think to myself, I'm like, Jacob's not even in this movie. He's in like three scenes. What, how would yeah. anyone be team Jacob or team Edward at this point? I don't know <laughs> enough information and I'm not going to watch more movies. And so I was really Why frustrated not? by that. Well, yeah. I think Maybe we can watch them sometime. I've got, I've got, a, I feel like I have more movies that I want to watch other than the Twilight movies. Uh, the last one is this, the last plot hole I see, and that's maybe it's less of a plot hole, but more of like motive, is when Bella is dying slash turning into a vampire and uh, the older Colin, whatever the dad's Carlisle? name is. Sure, Carlisle is like, <laughs> you have to suck the blood out. And... He's like, oh, I can't. I can't resist. My, I can't resist it. And then he's like, no, do it. And then he's doing it. He's sucking all the poison out and the venom out of the, which venom? They say venom. venom. That makes you really venom. angry. Yeah, that's what they have. Because um, it's ve- vampires have venom. That's what most things that like bite and impart a toxin in you that's venom. Moving on. So he starts sucking and then he can't stop. <laughs> he's sucking. And, he and Carlisle can't. just tells him to stop. Is that your pet peeve? Yeah, he doesn't he just, push him away. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's like, stop it. Stop it. Well, that's part of the pet peeve. That's like part one of the pet peeve is like he like he's sitting right there. Just like push him. He's a a vampire. You're super, super strong. Just push him away. Give him a little kick to the dome. And then he's uh, he's sucking. And then later she's like, you saved me, blah, blah. He's like, no, he didn't save you. He was about to murder you. And his daddy told him not to like he would have killed her. He wasn't going to, and not until his dad says like 40 times, like, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. And finally, his like thought kicked in, all these memories flood into his brain. So I just felt like that scene was so dumb because she saw what was going on. And okay, now I'm, now I'm actually getting angry. Is that her <laughs> obsession with turning into a vampire makes you really mad? Like, she's not thinking about it. She's like, I want to be with you forever. I'm like, you're 17, girl. Well, Figure don't say- figure shit out doesn't that sound like a 17 year old not thinking it things does. through it and being really rash angry. yeah okay so those can be dumb things to make us angry i feel like that's not a plot hole but okay it's uh, not a plot. well i, I moved on i understand from your that frustration point. oh we moved on from that point gotcha yeah that <sighs> yep she's not uh I, I think she does not have good priorities i'll give her that much but what 17 year old does uh, that's fair can I, can yeah, I go? go for it yeah please alright number four this one is minor and really not important like everything else in this list that's like super important really anything we ever talk about yeah really ever, anything <laughs> thanks for listening to the show guys um, also why Bella calling him out as like a superhero or vampire or something immediately and not being like totally oblivious you know how oh that's, in, this is a like okay yeah, yeah 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 you know how like in most zombie movies the concept of a zombie just doesn't exist it's just yep. lost on people or a lot of superhero origin 
movies like that. And so like right away she makes a dumb joke about kryptonite or radioactive yeah. spiders, but she calls him on his BS right away and knows that something ridiculous is up with him and isn't super uh, aloof. And I just appreciate that she connects the dots reasonably and doesn't have to be like beaten over the head with it as Edward turns around mouth full of blood with vampire tattooed on his chest. And she's like, <laughs> oh, what? That was it? Um, and plus, this movie has the balls to really flex on us and include not one, but two Googling scenes, which oh, is just yeah. like, yeah, set to intense Wait, why music. Why don't you Google it? Yeah. Yeah. You know, one Google scene wasn't enough. And uh, I do think computer interaction is something that Hollywood often fumbles. So here I'm happy they use a it's it's genuine Google. It's not like some made up fake search engine like mm -hmm. uh, Zoink Clips or dot com. <laughs> you know? Zoink Clips. I, I'm going to check to see if that domain is available. <laughs> Please check if Zoink Clips. But that's what they're normally searching on. And I think they did a, a solid job showing the computer UI and, and her little searching montage. Yeah, no. Um, I, yeah, that's good. So that's a very minor detail, but I'm happy she's not just like, like he, he provides explanations and she's not buying it where some movies it's like, good God, any other person would be like, what the hell? You just stopped the car and whatnot. Um, she knows what a vampire is and they call them vampires and not mm -hmm. like crawlers or something. Or blood, blood, blood boys, blood boys, blood yeah. walkers. Did you watch, did you watch uh, army of the dead? They do I that did. in that too. Yeah. Yeah. It was I okay. It was fun. Yeah, it was fun yeah. enough. Um, I'll say plot holes, but I, I'm that's another one where it's like I expect very dumb fun. How would you spell Zoink? Z o i n k. Z o. Yeah, that's how I did it. Is Zoinklips dot com. One dollar a month. Oh my god, we're sitting on a gold mine. Here. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, uh, Anne's asking you a question for the room. Hold on, let me let me Zoink clip it real quick. <laughs> yeah, let me Z clip. How that. to cook asparagus? <laughs> let me Z clip it. Uh, yeah. What's like the what most? What's a recent embarrassing thing you googled? I'm trying to think. Um, I uh, this is a thing that I uh, googled, and this is an embarrassing thing because I, I cook a decent amount, but sure. there are certain things that I have to like continually look up how to cook even though oh, i cook them all the constantly. time constantly i have so many searches that start with can i microwave blank like yeah what, so my like my recent one was how to cook good brown rice oh that's a good one but like that's embarrassing because i cook brown rice all the time oh yeah <laughs> i mean i'll get i i google the temperatures a lot like i know pork is what 135 steak is 140 medium i google those 160 is chicken that's all i know Oh, nice. Yeah. But yeah, that was a good, that was an embarrassing Google. Nice. Oh, I have how to watch the Oscars, how to belay off a tree, how to print your own Pokemon cards. These are some good, uh, good Googles. Uh, I, I, a recent one that sounds weirder than it is, is I typed in Jamie Alexander, who's an actress, tattoos. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like I'm picturing tattoos of Jamie Alexander. No, uh, because I saw her at a restaurant in Savannah last weekend. Whoa, really? Yeah, and I was confirming it was her, and I was like, "Bitch, that's you." You went up and showed her a photo of her tattoos <laughs> and said that. No, I did not. I stayed away What's, from her. That's cool. Was it at Manit Shohan's restaurant? No, it was in Savannah. Oh, you said Savannah. Gotcha. 
with you got to say it with molasses falling molasses. out of your mouth. Yeah. So yeah, that was a weird Google. Was, cool. All right. We should do top five weird Googles. But we all know Google is yesterday's news. Zoink clips is <laughs> Zoink the way clips. of the future. <laughs> Zoink clips <laughs> dot biz. Yeah, Z clips or die. Um, all, all right. right. So number my three. number my number three. Oh no, my list. Okay. Um, I would say my number three. It's weird because my number three and my number two kind of blend. But mm-hmm. okay, but no, I, I'll I can separate them. That's fine. And I, maybe I'll reference it again. My number three is the sparkle skin. <laughs> okay. I don't know how much more I need to say, but I can say, but everyone knows in vampire lore, and every time a vampire is in cinema or in a book or in our history, they cannot be in the sun. That is a known fact. They will die. That's why they come out at night for some reason and i know why stephanie myers writing this book she and is, wanted to twist it on you man and she wanted to twist it and be like that. all right what if what, she had this idea this is my the thought process i think of stephanie Meyer. she goes all right vampires but but they go to school and they fall in love and then someone immediately goes vampires can't go out in the day and she goes nah I'll change that. I'll change hundreds and hundreds of years of lore to fit into this scenario. Oh, so they do like they get sick in the sun? Is it like bad for them? Nah, it just makes their skin real shiny. It looks like a dragon. Like, okay, why? She could have 100% yeah. done the like, oh, it makes them weaker in the sun or whatever. Nope, it's just, it just makes their skin sparkly. Okay, so this is like, the roughest part. I think the first 45 minutes of the movie is really solid. And then we get to the sparkle scene, which is just ready to be posterized, you know, class Mm -hmm. a one dunkable, but I'm more concerned with the execution rather than that's what she came up with. And I feel like they knew it was ridiculous because I love how we get like half a cheek and like two abs out of yep. his eight pack yep. <laughs> like like sparkling because like with the dialogue he's saying like there's no way for that to not look ridiculous i like yep. it's just funny that he says like i'm a monster like and he it's which yep. again probably one of the overarching problems with this is how it's so dead serious so if you're not gonna yep. like buy into that cheese like it's so over serious and it's just it's hard to to latch on to that ride and um there are some good jokes and chuckles that I think, but um, the whole sparkle thing done 100% straight is like, yeah, yeah. it's it's laughable. Um, that's the, the roughest part, but they only show it for like a minute. Um, and yeah, that's I the guess- thing. If I saw someone who had sparkly skin, I wouldn't be like, oh, that dude's a freaking vampire. I'd be like, oh, they're wearing glitter. Yeah, so like, even if it <laughs> like- could be a, like even if they keep that in like state of the source material, but then 
show a little self-awareness and make some joke like that. But yeah. the fact that like he is like, I got I'm going to kill myself. I'm so such a, such a monster. Look at this yeah. glitter. And she's like, you know, like not for a second. She doesn't like correct him. Like, like, it's really like, not that bad. <laughs> yeah. She's like dead serious. Like, don't kill yourself. I'll kill myself. I love you so much. I love you more. I, I'm going to start. I'm going to kill myself even harder. If you can. like, I'm, I'm going to go get I plastic. So much. I'm going to replace all my skin with glitter skin. Yeah, exactly. And um, there's that line where in the house, she's like, oh, there's so many open windows. And it's so it's so much light gets in. And he goes, this is the only place we can be ourselves. It's like, what? Like, <laughs> what's that mean? Yeah, you were just like, there's the woods we were just in. But yeah, he, he does have some brooding. I don't know. I I did appreciate some of the awkward behavior and and lines he has because i feel like bella this i've only read this book and oh you're wondering edward's motivations last year came out midnight sun which is just the first book but told through edward's perspective which i got during the pandemic and read half of it uh but uh in the books i feel like he's a little weirder and he's a little too perfect in the movies but i think bella is pretty much just as flat and awkward and well, shy in the book as she is in the movie. Well, that's another thing is like, she's shy and awkward. Okay. So that's actually a question I had. If you had read the book is like, is she shy and awkward in the book? And, and in the book are all every single male at this high school obsessed with her and wants to date. Her. It is, is that weird. In the book? It is weird. Cause like, I mean, it's a small town and she's the new person. Yeah. I, I just feel like, because we miss so much of the filler, filler is a bad word with it. We miss so much of the details and world and character building because we're condensing it to an hour and a half mm. or whatever. Uh, it stands out more that everybody just really is into Bella when she shows up. But that's also reasonable. You know, new girl in town who's also, you know, looks like a movie star. I guess they all are movie stars, but um, I, I buy that. Yeah, it was just weird. But I do. Oh, but back to personality. Yeah, I think. Kristen Stewart like nails she makes some you know interesting choices with her behaviors and mannerisms but I I think they're fine and awkward and like the interaction between the her and Edward can feel a little painful at times Mm -hmm. but like that's high school interaction to me especially when one is so like vapid of personality on her own that's the most concerning thing is that I'm surprised even in the book we didn't get much personality outside of like i'm really obsessed with this edward guy yep like that's that is is like the defining thing in her personality there's two things is that she doesn't have a personality and that she's obsessed with a vampire yes like there's she she brings nothing to the table as a character yeah so we get we don't get enough of her character but in the book we do see her like behaviors and tendencies are to be she acts awkward and she is shy and quiet and weird. Oh, and all that and we fake, get that. And we the get clumsiness that. aspect of her that they like ham fist in. That's oh, like, oh, on I'm clumsy. Up. Oh, classic <laughs> Bella. Oh, you fell down the stairs and went through a window. Like... Four left feet. <laughs> all right. Do you want to say something good? <laughs> yeah, I do want to say something good. But the sparkles are rough to get through. Um, but okay, that's one thing. This isn't my point, but if you can switch gears as you're watching this, or if you really can commit hard to the the cheese, um, like it is wild if, if you want to, if you like this kind of thing, but if you're able to just like take a break and laugh and make fun of something 
that's like a nice reprieve of unintended comedy for you as you watch these movies, things yeah. like the sparkle scene. But I guess and this is kind of related. My number three is actually the lead performances. Uh, hmm. I'm a big fan of both these actors, and you said you were, right? Yeah, I am. You like you like you like both these. Uh, and I guess it's a lot of stuff I just said. I think they're faithful to the book, and I think they're giving it their all, or at least the old college try. Bella is definitely more close to the book, and she's that shallow, awkward character we described. But like, I feel like if anything, they're let down by how serious their roles are scripted and I guess probably directed Mm -hmm. because there is none of that self-awareness we mentioned earlier. So when you play it straight and there's things like the sparkle skin sin, it's, it's going to come off as sparkle skin sin. Sparkle. Oh, did I say sin? Yeah. But that's funny. I feel like that's a good album name. Sparkle Sparkle skin skin sin. sin. It's kind of like a Rumpelstiltskin thing. Yeah, it it's his evil brother, Sparkle Stinskin. <laughs> Sparkle Stinskin. I mean, that's that's so close to Rumpelstiltskin. I think we're onto something here. We use Zoink clips of that to see if that's <laughs> yeah, real. dude. I'll Z clip it. <laughs> Thanks. Um, but yeah, so their interactions, like I said, are dunkable if you're too cool to buy in. But they're all in, which is inviting you to be all in. If, if you want to, if like my old roommate who I used to watch these movies with, she was really into Hallmark movies and would watch those all day. And like, you know what you're getting with those. Like some people just like the cheese and want to yeah. bathe in it. And you know, this is a movie like, and this is a nice twist on that cheese. This is like some nacho cheese. Cause it's like, Oh, you want a cheesy romance, but what if vampires like, what if it was hot and came out in, out of a plastic bag? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like nacho cheese. Um, so yeah, I I think their performances are good. I think it most people have said they're terrible or cringy or whatever because like the characters' interactions are cringy because that's what high schoolers are like, and it's probably a uh, not the healthiest relationship on paper. It's very yeah. problematic on paper. But if we're buying in that it's her dream, then I guess it's okay. Well, I want to I want to use that platform for my number two. But I'll also say before we get into that is that I would actually say I like the supporting characters way more. Okay, like, like I think Charlie, they pl- yeah, like Charlie, like Anna Kendrick's character, like yeah, I think they're all they all play that so much better. They act like high school kids. They it feels like they're in high school. They're more believable. What I don't like about and I don't want to just jump into my number two if you want to keep talking. No, no keep going. We, so my this is so, a conversation. Yeah. So mine is the cringiness between the main characters is That's my number fair. two is because they're playing it, as you said, so straight. And yes. so like everyone's goofing off. There's that scene where the high school boys are like dancing outside the diner and her dad's like, hey, do you want to go hang out with them? It's fine. And she goes, no. And that's high school stuff. And they're joking around and that's fine. Bella is taking everything so seriously. It feels as though it's like when a high schooler is like trying to act mature around a bunch of college kids. <laughs> yep. Or Edward is a hundred years old and <laughs> and she is like 17, but she's trying to act like his equal at all times. I think that's what's happening though. It feels like that because that's kind of what's happening. I like guess, that's kind of how it is. It, they're playing it way too straight and way too like they don't look like they have fun together. <laughs> yeah, they don't look like, like they're just, having any. When they're fun. sitting in the rain and Edward is just drenched and yeah. like she's under like that, that doesn't look fun. Yeah, 
And so the and so I'm gonna bring it back. I saved it because I didn't want to say it then. I wanted to save it for this. I'm gonna give you the dialogue from the sparkle re- skin reveal scene. Oh my god. <laughs> um she he takes off his shirt kind of like halfway and he's like standing yep. in the sun, like his eyes are like fluttering and it looks like he's having an orgasm and he's like, uh, and you can tell he's all sad and stuff. Yep. And she goes, you're beautiful. Immediately. He says the line, this is the skin of a killer. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, okay. That's the exact problem with that one. Okay, uh, yeah. It's that, so that, funny. Like, that scene is egregious. Okay, now that's we we switch. We got to kind of laugh at that one. And it would yeah. be funny if they laughed too or like hung a lantern on that for us. Uh, but I think a lot of the other time, it's just like awkward high school love stuff. Like, okay, what's a... Well, I don't want to breeze past. I'll say again, this is like a bad, toxic relationship with all sorts of insane shit. It gets way more insane across the movies. You should watch them. We should watch them. And there's not as much growth as you would hope for in a lot of areas. <laughs> but but it's fucking dramatic and it's amazing and that sells. Like, you know, when when you get the people that are buying in, it's kind of like, I don't know, a soap opera thing. I don't watch soap operas, but it's like they just keep like piling diving on. in yeah committing even harder to like this is the most intense passionate like wild ride ever but okay i just wanted to clarify that that um and oh, i forgot what i was gonna say what did you say before this oh the skin of a killer of them. <laughs> yeah the skin of a killer is rough um but oh i was gonna say so like what do you think is a a good romance movie like have you seen the before trilogy i actually still have to watch the last two and i'm so i haven't no i know of them okay uh, but i haven't i watched before sunrise like uh this year i actually put it on the other day while i was working on something because it was making me think of it like a lot of the magic in that is the the awkwardness and like the getting to know one another and Mm -hmm. like i don't know it felt painful to me but like that kind of drew me in and maybe like get more invested like oh gosh is this like gonna work out and i feel like this was definitely missing the human layer where they like joke about some of that stuff and Mm -hmm. there's times where they actually talk about their personality i think because this is a book that also has all this vampire stuff to get through we don't get those like human Mm -hmm. moments of like here i get to understand you as a person and like uh yeah so i don't know like what do you like what's a good romance because i feel like this has a lot of the stuff of a good romance it's just too fast to like and that it's so overdramatic and it's so fast that like we can't believe the story beats of like, cause there's a lot of this awkwardness in, in popular romance stories, I think. Yeah. I like the time traveler series better. The Rachel the time Traveler's wife. Yeah. Well, Wait, no, the, just the series. Like, no, just like the fact that she's oh, done oh. multiple romance yeah. time Wait, travel so movies. This- this came up in rom-coms. I want to rank, and I have a letterbox list ranking my Rachel McAdams time travel movies. So what? Uh, so it's I like about. I think about time is great. About time is in my top one hundred. That's the best one, I think. Yeah, I just watched Time Traveler's Wife. Actually, I don't know why I did. It was okay. Yeah, that's. I think I had that one last, but I'd have to watch it again. Joey Brenner really likes Midnight in Paris. Is she uh, in that? I, yeah, I do like and Midnight she, in Paris. She never gets to time travel on any of them, which is so sad. I don't know why. 
because I love Rachel McAdams. So does Holden Hintz, whose wife is pregnant. And um, she's also in Doctor Strange, if you get that, because that's is time travel. Border. Is it time? Uh, well, no, the end game's Dormammu. time travel. Dormammu. Well, Dormammu, I've come to bargain. That's time stone business. Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, in yeah, there's some... Uh, what were you saying is similar in, in those... Or were you just calling those out as romance? No, I was just saying like, like those, like the, like about time is a great, I think it's a really good romance movie. Yes. Uh, but it's awkward and it's about two, like a quirky guy um, who gets the girl and they, their relationship feels real. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, it's hard to think of great romance movies. Yeah. And this one feels so much less real and maybe it's edward because bella does have kind of a little adorable awkwardness yeah. at times and he's just too mr perfect in this whereas like donimal gleason in about time yeah has plenty of awkward slip through and- my thing is it's based on nothing i think that's why i think a romance movie does well when there it is based on mutual interests attraction history they do things together this was just it just happened yes okay. it's, and I, it's supposed to be yeah. set up as a oh love at first sight but you don't even get that it's yeah, they I have think- one scene where they look at each other as they're walking in it's like oh i guess i'm obsessed with you now yep i think you're nailing it i think this would probably be one of my chief issues now that i think about it is that there's no like foundation or reasoning given for this. The best you can say is it's a love at first sight thing, but the first interactions are weird. Uh, but yeah, again, I got to switch into the mode where we all want uh, stuff to be ultra romantic and, yeah. and love at first sight obsession. But if you think of it objectively, it's it's really messed up. I mean, that's the her him watching her sleep and following her stuff aside, just yeah. like the obsessiveness of the relationship on its own does not seem healthy. And there was so, like a tur- yeah. the turning point in the relationship where she's straight up about to get raped. And then he comes and saves the day. And then in the car ride, he's like, you need to talk to me or I'm going to go back there and kill them. And you're like, <laughs> yeah, fuck it. Yep. Take a chill pill. Yeah. And he drives a Volvo, which yeah, he like, does. that's pretty sweet. He drives it. He drives it fast too. It's dangerous. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I was looking at Volvos after this. Um, <laughs> when, when I was on, uh, I logged this on Letterboxd, and one of the top reviews was the the DP on this movie, director of photography, the, mm-hmm. the DP on this movie showed up and was like, if I have to use a fucking tripod today, I'll kill myself. Because <laughs> there's, <laughs> there's so many scenes of just spinning oh, around. Oh, dude, we'll get that to that. That's, we'll oh. get to that. Okay, that was that right. was another rough. Sorry, I shouldn't. I should be making the case for good things, um, and I will say, somehow it works in before sunset uh-huh. or before sunrise. Totally like love at first sight. Like they've got, I guess not, love, but like they just spend this one day together. That's the whole concept they have before sunrise, yeah. and it works so well. So I don't know. Just there weren't vampires in that one. My number. What number am I on? Two. Is it my turn? Number two, um, and we've touched on this, human-vampire interactions. Mm-hmm. So the twist it adds to the romance story, we can talk more about. We kind of started on, and and I guess the added romance twist that we add to a 
vampire story. Uh, but I want to highlight the first time Bella goes over to the Cullen household, like them saying this is the first time we've had to use the kitchen and like learning to make food. I think that's just hilarious to me. That's fun. Um, and they quickly pipe in some characterization for the other family members that are doomed to not get enough screen time because mm -hmm. this is a book adaptation of a movie. Uh, but I just, I think that's uh, really cute and like, yeah, I don't know. We see Rosalie's the mean one and the parents are cool. We see Alice is the best. And I like how Alice likes her because she can see the future and knows they're mm -hmm. going to be friends. Um, but yeah, the whole like concept of like meeting this the first yeah, time went over is fun to me. I like that. And, the, and Daddy Vamp, um, don't tell me his Carlisle. name. Nope, didn't want to hear it. Um, Guess how you spell it. Guess how you spell it. I'm going to guess and say C-A-R-L-I-L-E. I don't know how you spell it. I just know it has an S in it. Isn't that fucking wild? That would be C-A-R-L-I-S-L-E. Oh, I guess just like aisle. That makes sense now. Uh, I always thought it was cooler, but yeah, <laughs> that's probably right. Uh, well, okay. Uh, so that scene where, okay, it's towards the end where they're like taking her in the car and they need to separate and stuff. And... Uh, Carlisle is making the whatever the older the bitchier uh, daughter is yeah is saying who does why, not look like a high schooler no like hey like why do we <laughs> why do we have to do this and she go and Carlisle says something along the lines of like she is with with Edward that means she is family I was like oh I, I like that like some She's deep commitment yeah. Yeah. yeah I like that yeah Carlisle, I really like. And I think, again, it's just, I, it's hard for me to remember to look at just this movie. Like, I'm picturing the whole series. I consistently think that's fun. Like, I get excited for the part because there's always a little tension. Like, there'll be parts where Ella cuts herself and, like, Jasper is a new vegetarian, as they explain, mm -hmm. and they have to, like, hold him back. And uh, there's little bits of tension in all of these, but mostly it's just fun. Um, you know, we, I don't need to bring up the baseball scene. I could have said good things about it, but I'd understand <laughs> if that's in your top five bad things, uh, seeing her thrown into this world of these other people. And that continues, um, throughout the story throughout the other movies, but on the romance perspective, again, it's another one where you gotta buy in and be into this for the ridiculous, spectacular romance story that it is like the, him wanting to also eat her that's mm -hmm. really interesting that can be compelling that's something certainly i have never seen before and i think pattinson's performance conveys it like especially when you read the new book midnight sun he's just always like in pain torment like thinks he needs to just run away forever uh but like and then it transforms into this weird crazy love thing um so yeah, that's just an interesting concept that was new to me in vampires. I'm thinking vampires, I'm thinking like Blade and Underworld and like yeah. all the, and, or old Dracula. I'd never seen that thrown into the mix, just the tension of like, oh, but he could also kill her. So yeah, I think that's I, a fresh, fun story. Did you ever watch the show on Netflix called End of the Fucking World? Uh, no, I have not. It's like a British show. It's about a kid who is a sociopath in high school and him and this girl run away together and the whole time they're kind of falling in love, but he's also telling himself like, I'm going to murder her. And it's, Whoa, it's very good. Weird. It's, it's a dark comedy. It's pretty funny. Okay. okay. I love it. Cause the episodes are like 18 minutes long. 
Nice. Um, because then you can watch five hours of it and feel well, okay. No, and there's like never watched a movie. Yeah, but there's like only like eight episodes in a season, so it's not bad. Oh, okay. Uh, but yeah, I, I like that concept. I like the concept of the struggle of you love someone, but you also want to like eat them. Yeah, I, I've been there. <laughs> yeah, like imagine if Anne, your wife, was made of mozzarella sticks or, or some other oh, appetizer done. that you like. I wouldn't even hesitate. Like, what you'd eat her? Yes. Well, one like what, I, I she's your what you love her. Okay, let me clarify this. Is she like one big mozzarella stick for the torso, and then like a single mozzarella <laughs> stick for the arms, single mozzarella sticks for the legs, like like basically four giant mozzarella sticks, like walking around. No, it's like she five? looks like Anne. It's like if someone made a sculpture and posted on Reddit, like I made this this detailed human figure out of mozzarella sticks. So it'd be the best representation of Anne, but. Just shape. Are, are they? Are they? Are they? Are they hot? Yeah, she's your wife. She's hot. I mean, but she's like, uh, she, oh, oh, <laughs> you meant temperature. <laughs> uh, uh, yes. <laughs> they're they're hot, and she's hot. It looks like Anne. She has a soul. She has a personality. You love her. But she's made of mozzarella so like you still want to make out with her and whatever, and then but like don't then also you're like, should I eat her? <laughs> Why would I want to make out with her? She's a bunch she's of mozzarella. But she's, she's a wife. She, she's a bunch of mozzarella sticks. You're telling me you wouldn't make out with your wife if she was a bunch of mozzarella? <laughs> That's so bad. Don't let her hear this. Well, till death do us part. How much of her could I eat before she died? <laughs> this is. This is a sick ethical question. Now, this is like when Dwight Schrute figures out how to make like several burgers from a horse without while, killing while it. Still, yeah, without killing it. Uh, <laughs> is it hot? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just hot. Uh, what are we talking about? We're talking about if your wife was mad about the real Okay, let me uh, do my no, number. Uh, you keep going. No, I think I think we got it. I'm just saying like it's uh and this is the common theme that I can circle back to at the end is I feel like most people have hated on this movie and this has become a joke and a meme without ever examining it. And there's a lot of in the production of the movies, I think there's a lot of things that are done comically wrong, but I think the story is interesting. Yeah. No, okay. I agree. Um I like the family dynamic. I'm cool with that. Uh yeah. So my number one worst thing about the movie Twilight is the is the cinematography, the <laughs> editing, and just the general way the movie was made. And I have <laughs> okay. I have a lot of examples, and you brought one up, so I'm going to piggyback on the one you said. The camera never camera. stops moving. Yep. Ever. It's like, neither does Bella's heart, my guy. It's uh, I I say five words. I've got one speaking line and it's five words. The camera's doing like six laps around my head or <laughs> yeah, like panning like into, into my face. And it was just <laughs> swinging around like a lasso. It's like my head was starting to hurt. I was like, stop it. Like the dude's talking. <laughs> it, the camera is always moving. And I don't think I could watch yeah. it again knowing that because it would get in my mm-hmm. head too much of like, why is this happening? It's, yeah. it, was, it was representative of when someone has something stuck in their teeth and you can't not look at it. That's how it, this was. Yeah. Okay. 
Also, you should tell them if they're a real friend. Real friends 100%. tell friends. You should always tell friends. 100%. If they have stuff in their teeth or if their camera is spinning around yeah, like an I, idiot. Uh, sometimes at work, I've told clients that. It's mm, That's a weirder one. Because, yeah. Well, so yeah, I was like, hey, you got something stuck in your teeth. I'm not going to go through the next two hours of this meeting doing this. Yeah. Like, I would want you to tell me. Uh, okay. So, uh, I've, I another- wonder if that's like a thing that's of its time, though. Like, I feel like it looks a lot of this looks like a music no, it, video for some of the music that's playing. It looks in like it was store. filmed in 1992. Another bad okay, thing yeah, that I'll bring bad. up that it is encompassed around the way this was made. The CGI is so bad. Okay, like the movement, the, the movement of movement? it. The, okay, specifically going to the specifics when when they're running up the mountain together with Bella's yeah. on his back. The it's he's not moving. It's clearly him holding on to her, and he just like stood there. And then they're like, "Oh, we'll just CGI around you. Just stand there for another like minute or two on this green screen." Yeah. And the frustrating thing about it is, I'm sure this movie had a large production budget. This came yeah. out eight years after the Lord of the Rings. I don't think the Lord of the Rings has anyone moving at supersonic speeds though. That's, I think a tough one to do. It doesn't look great. I think it gets better except for when they CGI a baby, but yeah, the movement's rough there. I think like the next scene, I think new or next movie, new moon has some like fast speed vampire and vampire Kung Fu that, I think works. They just blur everything and make it move super fast. But the running up the hill is like you can see all his legs pumping in place. Like, yep. And like that, it looks like him, on a treadmill him like or jumping tree to tree. Uh, yeah. Another bad thing about how this movie was shot is all of the slow mo shots. It yeah, is freaking hashtag Zack Snyder cut. Um, yeah, dude. Speaking not Snyder cut. Zack Snyder cut. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna start that trend. Um, yeah, so or the Z clip as some Z, call it. yeah, zoink the zoink clip, zoink clip dot biz. I don't know. There's um, some connection there. So there's so many slow mo shots in this, and it is rough. So anytime someone's walking into a room that there that is a new character, slow motion. The introduction of the Cullens, but the worst is also we haven't. I think the baseball scene's fun, uh, but when the three bad guys enter the baseball field and their jackets are flying off like they are in some 90s mm-hmm. music video, that is, yeah, very slow more. But they're gliding at the they're same gliding. time. They're gliding. That's the thing that pissed me off is that, like, they're clearly not walking. <laughs> I think they're trying to convey the speed and floatiness, something weird about the vampires. It so didn't I think make sense. It's always it happening for vampires. It didn't look like... it. Okay, so were they trying to say, oh, these guys are moving so fast that they're basically gliding, but let's put them in slow-mo so it just looks like they're walking normal. <laughs> maybe, but or maybe they're just different. They just glide different because they're vampires. I didn't think him climbing the tree up was as bad. No, him climbing up the tree up. No, but there's a scene where he's like jumping between trees. Yeah. It's like, what do you, what's going on right now? Why is he jumping between trees? The 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 worst part of anyone jumping through the trees is both quotes that involve the word monkey when he says, oh, my little spider, on, spider monkey, monkey yeah. which is not in the book. And then uh, I think Rosalie says that about Emmett, like, that's my monkey, man. Oh, like, yeah. What's up with these monkey compliments? Like, yeah. You know, they're climbing. Those were just bad. Uh, yeah, the baseball scene's bad. I don't really want to talk about it, though, just because it kind of uh, makes me sad. I mean, we can. I, it's, I, it's a win-win. It's it's laughable or it's just like, oh, yeah, fucking vampire baseball. Let's go. Like, well, it's way. funny because it's... Alice's wind-up is the worst. Yeah, it's so she and her delivery, real bad. Um, yeah. I will say also they were using a wooden bat and it would 100% shatter every time they hit the baseball. 
if it was if it was uh, going that fast and that hard. Maybe it's vampire wood. Oh, vampire wood. Yeah. I got dude. That's some good wood. Yeah. They, they, um, they circle back to that in the later in the fourth movie they talk about <laughs> yes this bat was descent this is dracula's uh femur, femur. <laughs> it's invincible <laughs> um so also is is baseball the best movie sport oh interesting i think it's the best movie probably sport. probably because it has the most examples of, of movies i like a few golf but do you movies. think that's well, that's like a chicken and the egg situation. Do you think it's the best movie sport because it has the best movies or are, did they make the best baseball movies because baseball is the best movie sport? Well, I just think they made a lot. Uh, I don't know. That's a good, that's a good question. I'll probably yeah, okay. say baseball. There's some good basketball movies too. I don't know. That is okay. I think basketball is the next one. That's like the most clear to watch. Cause like any football movie, you can't really do much with the action scenes. It's just a mess mm-hmm. and baseball and basketball, you can both clearly like see what's happening, but baseball is like the most romantic. Like we get the standoffs with yep. the pitcher and the and the get like yeah, you don't get that in other ones. Yeah, and you get the home runs that go into the woods about yeah, like the two sound. miles. Yeah, I like in uh, in Moneyball, which I just rewatched with my mom not too long ago after you put it on your favorite movies yeah. list. I like how whatever that last hit or home run that Chris Scott, Scott hits, yeah, Scott Hatterberg, yeah. Scott Hatterberg, uh, I believe it cuts away to just Brad Pitt, who doesn't watch the games in the locker room, and you just hear the sound. Mm-hmm. That's a, really uh, cool. Good mixing, some might say. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I, I think the slow-mo, there's one time, like, Bella walks into class in slow-mo for some reason. <laughs> And, and they do Those like the, the fan behind her hair. So anytime like they need to convey <laughs> aroma being moved by wind, they have to go slow-mo so we catch it. And also they put the biggest rattly metal fan right on the door with like 10,000 yep. paper strips attached to it to show this thing is on. Oh, it is on not slowing moving. down. <laughs> yeah. Like, they really telegraphed that one. Uh, and Edward just really looks like he's going to hurl. That felt a little over the top, but I guess maybe that's, you know, what it's like. And we're supposed to feel that awkwardness because Bella feels awkward. Yeah. Well, I, I honestly think I would have liked this movie a lot more if it was shot well by someone who knew what they were doing and didn't just film Evanescence music videos. Um, <laughs> it does kind of feel like that. But honestly, though, if there was a book that you're going to say is going to look the most like an Evanescence movie, or yeah, video, maybe it's Twilight. Now I would say Bud Not Buddy. Oh, Bud Not Buddy. Yeah, it's, it's a classic. That's a Newberry Medal winner. About a little orphan boy plays a trumpet. Yeah. We, what do you like more, orphans or trumpets? Ooh, interesting. I'll, th- I'll think about it. Um, right, cool. Um, <laughs> so that's my number one. What's your number one? Uh, my number one is... Um, oh, Easy. Billy Burke as Charlie. Oh, dude, Billy Burke. I actually agree with this one. I really like Billy Burke. <laughs> he's so good in this. He's charming. He's human. He's realistic. And most importantly, he's doing his best, right? Mm-hmm. He's the the funny small town guy that you want to be friends with. And really, this is like the healthy relationship. Like it's it's compelling. It's grounded. This is the one of those in that movie that really shines in the shadow of the over the top toxic Edward Bella relationship. We just get bits of it, but like um, just him trying to like be like, Oh, this daughter who I haven't seen in 
13 years or whatever coming to live with me and him trying to be a good dad and then her having to break his heart to try to save him for that little runaway like that is played straight and works um and i also think charlie's interactions with edward and just his appropriate approach to their relationship the bella edward relationship throughout the series is like consistently funny and kind of the comic relief to the whole thing yeah um i thought yeah he's I, so I, I was excited to see him in it i think i wish he would have had more parts yep. uh more dialogue i think he's actually a really good actor also i just yeah. looked him up on imdb he is playing the voice of james gordon uh oh, in commissioner. commissioner james gordon in the new uh, Batman animated uh, movie, which I'm actually really excited for. I love all the Batman animated movies, but we don't oh, need to nice. talk about that now. Uh, but yeah. yeah, no, wait. Uh, is Mask of Phantasm the best one? I haven't Mask seen... of Phantasm. Uh, I like Phantasm. Under the Red Hood. Okay, I'll look that up. That one I think is the best one. Let me type it in a new tab on uh, Zoink Clips. You can tell, like, I got a man like, we're two Zoink Clips mentions over it being anywhere remotely funny, like at least. I don't know. Right in, uh, listener. Are you? Yeah. Will you invest in our Zoink Clips? We need some VC funding to really <laughs> yeah, get this off the really ground. Do. We think search engines are going to be the thing of the future. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but no, uh, I agree with your Billy Burke assessment. He is a good actor. He never plays... I'm trying to look at this. He hasn't been in any like huge roles or anything. You want to know what he's in that like, Oh my God. Okay. This is fascinating about this. This movie did like a reversal on me because he is in 24 as an abusive father and Mm. husband. And he's the worst. It's like the opposite of this. Um, But he doesn't have a mustache in that. And he has long, like greasy hair. So I I didn't notice that difference uh, or that it was him. But in this, I absolutely love him. And then if I was making a worse list, this would make it just because I hate her so much. Nina Myers, who kills, spoiler, Jack Bauer's wife in 24, is the mom. And I just hate that actor, which I shouldn't, just on that principle alone. And that's Bella's mom. So What's her name? Nina both, Ma- Nina Miles? Nina Myers is the, is Myers. the character in 24, but I don't know oh. who the actor is. It's the actor who plays Bella's mom. And... Uh, yeah, so they both have troubled 24 pasts, and I don't forgive Nina, uh, the mom, but like I don't trust her every time she's on screen in this movie, but I absolutely adore Charlie when he's on screen. Yeah, it looks like Billy Burke has a new acting role on a Netflix series called The Maid with some decently, uh, looks like there's some famous people, and he, he's got lead lead role. Or maybe oh, not the nice. lead role, but he's at least got first billing. That's awesome. That's cool. Yeah, I like him. Good for Billy. And, uh, I know we both really liked Happiest Season with our girl Kristen Stewart. Oh yeah, and and Battinson has just been the hottest thing since sliced bread since this movie. So a lot of good yeah. ones in it. And Anna Kendrick, what like a, it feels like a waste of her, but uh, I think she, she's good. She provides a few necessary jokes. Yep, I agree. Yeah, overall, I think this movie was better than I thought it was going to be. Nice, but also cringier and like. Yeah, I would say, depending on the type of person you are, if you, this is a good palate cleanser. Just like I would say the Fast and Furious movies are more palate cleansers. I think that there are more good things about the Fast and Furious series than what I I saw in this movie. 
but I it's kind of the other end of the coin. Yeah. Like these are on opposite ends of the spectrum. Like what if we turned action up to 11? What if we like in crazy? Mm -hmm. What if we turned romance up to 11 and crazy? Uh, Yeah. Romance and just sad boy energy. (laughs) The worst one. The worst sad energy is in number two, which some people like the most, but it's my least favorite. Well, um, if you had to recast the the two main characters in this with today's hot actors. Oh, man. Is, uh, is Chalamet too scrawny? Yeah. To no, I think, no, I think it's Chalamet. You think, might need to I put think... a few pounds on the boy, but yeah. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Can we get a Chalamet, Sir Ronan? Twilight. Twilight series? Is this my dream coming true? I don't think she's like sad girl enough. She's yeah, she's too powerful, especially just my association with her association of her as Josephine. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to think what who's a good sad girl these days. Um uh there's like, a girl from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, I think Margaret like Qualley or something like that. Oh, the girl who's like in the compound with Tex and mm-hmm. Dakota Fanning. Yeah, who's also or- in these movies. That'd be good. uh, Or, um, oh, I just had it. Oh, I lost it. All right, it's gone. Oh. We'll think about that, though. Yeah. I will think Recast. Yeah. Also, like, yeah, really, if they... Honestly, I feel like they should do Vin Diesel and Michelle Rodriguez. Recast (laughs) Twilight. That would be amazing. They're in high school, but it's filmed in 2021. (laughs) And Vin Diesel's got a wig. (laughs) Or no, no, he doesn't. He no. just plays it straight. And so, like, when the shiny scene happens, she goes and like touches his head, and like it's beautiful. And he goes, <laughs> and, and it, of- "It's the skin of a killer." The and then skin. he and he shotguns a Corona. Yeah, uh, but it's blood. And then he says, "Yeah, something about quarter miles." Okay, and family. Uh, if you had to rank it out of a hundred. Not not objectively on your wheel rating scare. I I do everything out of a hundred, but if you're a star guy, I know that no, Letterbox like, has forced us into that. I convert to Letterbox stars. Uh, I would say if I was going to go Letterbox, I'd go two and a half. Okay, or two, or two. So average. So below average. Yeah, two, and then out of is that objectively thinking or how much you enjoy it? You like this as much as an average movie, right? Last night? No, I would say, yeah, two and a half is enjoyment level. But if I'm thinking about okay. it critically, I'd say like a one and a half. Yeah, yeah. Um, Absolutely. I think I think critically, I'd probably have to give it below average too. But on the Michael Moran on objective scale, I put it in the, the great range because I ended up watching these like every year and have lots of fun laughing at and laughing with and buying into these movies with my old roommate. Well, yeah, and um, I'm, I'm not- So I give it an 85. That's the thing is I, when I watch movies, I go in with different mentalities. And we've talked about this is I'll go and watch- uh, never rarely sometimes always and mm-hmm. think it's one of the best movies of the year but then i'll also watch the time traveler's wife like two days later and i'm yep. looking for different things in these experiences yep yep i watched these hot off uh watching the saw franchise um, <laughs> which was quite quite a turn but i'm happy that you seem to like it more than um yeah. it was watchable oh. Yeah, for sure. And I also, I watched Funny Games after you guys brought it up. Oh, did you? 
Yeah, dude, that was like, that's like the scariest movie because that's like yes. real, like that could happen. That's real horror. And then, oh my God, I could dude, talk the, about that for so the long. The breaking the fourth wall scenes, the rewind scene. Like, yeah, it's constantly shocking. Yes, the rewind. Yes, absolutely. That it's, was, I just forgot creepy. that existed. But like, even without those, I was already like, this is the scariest. And then that was just like a, a shock value but piece it was, that got But it me. was good, right? Done well, yes. I gave that, I feel like I've got very few that I, uh, I gave that the four and a half, which is like the, I say 80 is great when I rank things out of 100. Uh, I think I gave this one a 90 or 91, which brings it into the like, you know, I want to tell everybody and recommend it like, because it truly left well, an impact Even that me. opening scene in Funny Games where it's playing that German death metal song. Yeah, what the hell? Dude, I was it like, gets what in is your this? head. I didn't really know the uh I didn't know what the movie was going to be like, but I picked up pretty quickly, but like it was done tactfully mm-hmm. and and well that like, you know, we're building to something rough coming shortly. Yep. And like it and then like I was like, is it really though? And then as soon as he like knocks the phone in the sink, I'm like, oh, dear lord. Yep. Spoilers for funny games. Um but yeah, that's that's been that and Blade Runner twenty forty nine, which I finally watched. Those oh. are the standout, like two of the best things I've watched this Dude, year. The cinematography uh, on twenty forty nine is incredible. The opposite of this movie. Yes, Dude, it they should have got Roger Deakins to do one of the Twilight movies. Yep. That would be <laughs> amazing. Uh, I feel like the rest of them look more normal, but I might be just well. They're probably them the benefit. Yeah, of there's probably just the not maybe not technology, but just. It, I feel, what was this, 2007? It was a while ago. So it's like uh, 2008. 2008, this comes out. And then I feel like that was a weird year for movies where it was just turning the corner on, oh, we can actually make movies that don't look bad anymore. Yeah, that's fair. They don't all have to be <laughs> Like, you don't need a $400 million budget to make the movie look good. You can actually just do it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that being said, I'll try to convince you to watch those and then we can rank all the Twilight movies sometime. Yeah, we can do that. Are there yeah. four? Uh, well, the last one's a part two, you know, classic one of those deals. Yeah, so, so there are five. Four. Oh, there's five. Right? Yeah, because there's Twilight, New Moon, Eclipse, which is my favorite, Breaking Down Part One and Part Two. So there's five. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and, but the story around the ending of the last movie is so wild. It's such like a fascinating, like out of, out of the context of the movie, just like around the decisions made and the reaction to it. And, uh, there's some, some interesting, I've heard, I've heard some, spo- like. some spoilers there. Yeah. But, uh, uh, it's, what do we do here? There's no master list. There's no master list. I think we just agree that in what each other Twilight's said. all right. Twi- Twilight's but, all right. But we just started pushing this sponsor of the master list. Remember how tight it was last time when David Sable Venmoed us to claim yeah. the master? Like, remember how just like a choice move that was? That was such a choice move. That was like, and then remember how just smug oh. Ty Cook was? Oh my God. That guy is so what? pretentious. Get a load of this guy. Just, well, okay. Now that I got you calling him pretentious, I can read. We have an email of from him, but. I was afraid it would uh, gain your favor, and I wanted to make sure we... (laughs) David Sable, thank you for your generosity. Ty Cook, we guess. Um, Thanks for... We don't have a master list. We'll we'll put your name on the next one. Uh, But he sent a screenshot of the Lickitung Pokedex (laughs) entry, and it says... 
Uh, if this Pokemon's sticky saliva gets on you and you don't clean it off, an intense itch will set in. The, in- <laughs> the itch won't go away either. He writes, it is an itch that doesn't go away. Something sexy about that. And then he- <laughs> so he's on your side. Uh, That's good. I'm team tie now. Okay, well then listen to this. Because he clarified, I called him out for one-upping David Sable by sending in 565. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said, also, it was 565. Mike wanted five. Apparently in the episode, Will, you said that's too much and say 65 cents. So he wanted to put a little something for both of us in the effort. Oh, and thank dot, you, dot, 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 and just flexing that aerospace salary or them stimulus dollars because I have four kids. And so now <laughs> I'm thinking 565 is really not enough, right? You're getting quad yeah. stimmy and aerospace. Like, cool. like cool. Is that, that all cool. we're worth dude, to you? Dude, I was watching the X Games and this dude, Kyler, did a quad stimmy. You're sick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, give us some of that quad stimmy money. What the hell? Only 565 Also, here's the deal with Ty Cook's donation. I could, hey, do you remember how I asked to be paid? No, I don't. Please remind me. I asked I asked him to Venmo. At Scyther. At, yes, my incredible Venmo handle best name I've locked in in my life at Scyther. Ty zells it to me. Zells it to the list word podcast at gmail.com email. And so, so it's I'm like more like, work to, to get I'm that like, money. I have, at one point I was convinced I have no way to ever claim this money but I had to I changed my PNC bank account email for a short time to listwordspodcast at gmail.com <laughs> just so I could sign up for Zell and receive that money and then change my email back to my normal email. So he's yeah. making you work for that money. Ty cook. I don't know about this guy. David Sable, hella tight. Ty cook kind of like Twilight. There's good and bad. We're on the fence. Maybe for the next uh, movie war ish episode, we'll do people wars and it'll be five things we <laughs> like and don't like about Ty cook. <laughs> Um, uh, also, uh, we're playing characters, and we love you. Yeah, we do love you. Uh, is there another? You got any more emails? Uh, Holden stuff's really just like too much. It's okay if I'm in. A, I'll read this list, and you can imagine why he he uh, says like he's. I cannot believe how wrong you were at selecting sexy Pokemon. You wouldn't know. Oh, dang it! We talked about the diamond skin, and I forgot to do this. Ah, oh, I forgot we had the soundboard. Oh, I didn't that's use a big any miss. of it. We had no room for man. Yeah. Now just over overuse it for the next five minutes. Will is so mean to you, Michael. <laughs> Here we go. Will is Bone so hurts. mean. Okay, um, yeah, but he says you wouldn't know sexy anthropomorphic animal beasts if they slapped you in the face. I have the real top five that got completely ignored, and Chancy. And he's saying it's not because I have a pregnant fetish. And then the next ones are are Muck, Tentacruel, Weepin' Bell, and Jinx. And you can imagine what Jinx he wrote is the for, ugliest Pokemon. Yeah, but, you know, just think about the things yeah, he mentions. Yeah, you know, uh, some I don't know Weepin you, Bell's good face, sir. Tentacruel's tentacles, Jinx's uh, DSLs. Um, yeah, <laughs> just, you know, there's... There, Thanks for the input, though, Holden. Always appreciate hearing from you. I don't, I don't know yeah, you, thanks. Holden, but get your mind out of the gutter. We try to keep this clean. I'm the yeah. This is a I clean, family friendly yeah. show. This is grade A, free range, homegrown, gluten intolerant. Po- Wait, no, 
I meant to say gluten-free podcasting, but what if it was gluten intolerant podcasting? Like you throw a slice of bread at your iPod. Why am I saying iPod? If you throw, I don't know. I don't know. Your wife's hot. Will your wife's hot? Uh, yeah, just like Edward. And uh, I think you guys should watch Twilight, and hopefully we'll talk about it more in the future. If you have a movie we'd like to, you'd like to hear an episode like this, or if you think this whole concept of an episode is hot garbage. Please let us know at listwars podcast listwarspodcast at gmail.com. Still batting a thousand, just like Edward, my monkey man. And yeah, maybe we'll do like hits. We talked about doing Goodfellas because in the very first episode of this podcast, Will mentions Goodfellas and I like rip it as looking very boring, but apparently it's a classic everyone loves. Uh, or we could do more garbage movies. I say garbage. See, I'm part of the problem. Twilight's not garbage. Um, but any anything else to say? Shout out. We still love Mitchell's vs. the Machines. Anything from your department, uh, sir? No, I'm good. I'm, uh, you know, I'm just ch- chilling, dog. You know, living out in Nashville life, honky tonks yeah. all day. Honky tonk, eating your wife. We'll see you next time. Oh, <laughs> Mikey. <laughs> <laughs>